Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Sky from Davy Jones Locker Room, as well as Beneath the Frozen Sea, coming at you for a quick Game 2 preview as the Kraken take on the Colorado Avalanche. To get you up to speed, Game 1 was a victory for the Kraken, their first ever playoff victory in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. They got goals from Ily Tolvanen, Kiki, and Wenberg. Uh, Tolvi's goal was just the result of some crazy hustle. Uh, Geeky and Wenberg were a big part of the narrative of the Kraken scoring first and early in every period. They completely stymied the Avs transition offense where the Avs get a good portion of their scoring. They have a very strong layered forecheck and the Kraken just completely negated it. And that's huge coming into game two. Uh, most importantly, Zayam brought it up in our written content over at Davy Jones Locker Room, but Maddie kept Nathan McKinnon completely off his game. He was about even when it comes to shots for and against. Uh, he had a fairly mediocre night, and that's crazy for just a 20-year-old to be able to do that to one of the most dynamic players in this game. According to Deep Sea Hockey, uh, these games have been a lot a lower event than you might expect, even with the speed of both teams going back and forth. It's really a testament to just how well the Kraken's depth has been able to stem the tide. A lot of Avs fans feeling like their depth just isn't enough right now. And that's going to be big coming into Game 2. The Avs are probably going to have to break out the line blender to respond to all this, because A, they're probably not super jazzed about how they did, and B, they definitely want to get into the series. They definitely want to split this because if they don't that could be really rough to have to come to climate pledge and have to get your way out of a two nothing hole uh they're definitely going to have to see what they can do with guys like val nachushkin who were just completely blown up by the kraken in a very uncharacteristic performance for them uh the kraken really don't have to figure out the Avs right now. They seem to have a winning formula. It looks more like the Avs need to figure out what the Kraken are doing. The line blender may have to be engaged. Evan Rodriguez did not look super great for them. Uh, Mika Rantanen still scored. He's still amazing. Definitely have to uh, keep the first line of the Avalanche in mind whenever they're out there. But otherwise, just keep doing what you're doing, boys. I think this has been a... Uh, Fantastic start. Uh, coming into this game, I definitely feel Ali Bjorkstrand's game. Uh, he once again was a major uh, offensive threat, creating opportunities all up and down the ice. I want to see him get rewarded for that. I want to see him to uh, get out there and maybe get a two-point night going. Of course, you want to see a little more from uh, Matty B in his line. They did well. They did well. They just need to capitalize. They just need to, you know, start putting pucks in net and I think we'll be in a better spot. And of course, the thing I definitely want to see them improve on is their power play. They were over 3 in Game 1, and while they did overcome the issues of their penalty kill, the Avs were 0 for 2. That's still probably going to be something you need to fight through uh, pretty much this entire series, and you definitely don't want to let the Avs win the special teams game. While Colorado is still not 100% healthy, they 100% have the high-impact kind of talent that can make that a painful proposition. And, of course, Philip Grubauer. Philip Grubauer needs to be ready for the fight of his life because the Avs are going to try and be the team that scores first in every period this game. 
It feels like that they got punked in a way that they were probably not expecting nor anticipating. And I can only imagine that Game 2 is going to have a very frothing-at-the-mouth kind of team coming at them. But in that way, I think the Kraken can also take advantage of that. If you can weather the storm, uh, particularly through the first 10 minutes, there is an opportunity to take advantage of a team that is desperate, desperate to prove that things aren't going off the rails. Because if you had a night like they did, you probably want to give the impression that you're not going to get shocked. But the thing that the Kraken have done better than any other team this year is surprise people. And they surprised the Avalanche again. Who's to say they can't do it twice? Alright, with all the preamble out of the way, we'll take a look at the projected lineup. It looks like the Kraken are not going to be making any significant changes. It's going to be the Beneers line of Jared McCann and Jordan Eberle, centered by Matty Beneers. The Wenberg line looks like it's going to remain as it was with Jaden Schwartz and Morgan Geeky on Alex Wenberg's wing. Yanni Gord's line with Ali Bjorkstrand and Ailey Tolvanen are, uh, looks unchanged. And Ryan Donato and Daniel Sprong and Brandon Tanev are expected to stay the same. Defense pairings look more or less as they do from uh, Game 1. Vince Dunn, Adam Larson, uh, Jamie Alexiak, and Big Billy Borgen. Carson Soucy and Justin Schultz is your final pairing. In net will likely be Philip Grubauer, backed up by Martin Jones, uh, Kale Fleury, Jacob Mecca, Megna, Jesper Froden, and Chris Dreger are the scratches with Injured players, Andre Burkowski still, Junas Donskoy, though that's probably something a little more than a playoff injury thing, uh, and John Hayden as per expectations. Uh, NHL.com has a very, very interesting update to the Colorado Avalanches lineup. Uh, they expect Nathan McKinnon to be on a line of Arturi Lekkinen and Evan Rodriguez. What a change there. Uh, alongside their second line, it has JT Comfer with uh, Miko Rantanen going down the line with Val Nichushkin. Lars Eller, Matt Nieto, and Dennis Mulgan all playing on the same line there. No real change there. And then Alex Newhook plays with Ben Myers and Logan O'Connor. Still looks like their defensive pairings have been more or less the same. It looks like Eric Johnson is coming back into it in place of of Jack Johnson, who has a lower body injury. It looks like Alexander Georgiev is going to take the net for the abs. For the broadcasts, it will be on Root Sports Northwest at 9.30 p.m. on the East Coast and 6.30 p.t. So you might want to turn on KJR 93.3 if you're stuck in traffic. The game is also on ESPN, but I would imagine you're only going to watch that if you're desperate. Join us again for Game 3's coverage as the Kraken will return to Seattle. And alongside Sean Mallon and M. Roop, we will be there to discuss it at length, regardless of how this game goes. And we will leave you with this minor piece of advice. Uh, if you happen to be, uh, let's say, enjoying yourself on this certain Thursday in April, we'd like to remind you that at least in Washington State, you do need to be on private property. So by all means, enjoy yourself today, just to do so responsibly and in good company. And that's about it. We'll see you for Game 3. Thank you very much for listening, and go Squids! Go Squids!